This is Rumble, and I am Michael Moore. So I'm here with Melissa Mays, and Melissa Mays, as many of you know, has been a leader in Flint for the better part of the last decade, as she and others, many of them mothers, uh, have fought the state of Michigan, the governor, um, the Republicans, (laughs) to uh, undo the damage that they did by forcing people in Flint to drink from the Flint River, by switching over uh, the Stasey Bunny, switching the people of Flint off the clean Lake Huron, Great Lakes water that was being piped in and switched the piping system over to the Flint River. Do I even need to give the visual of what that looks like, folks? All I have to say is Flint River, right? You can imagine being forced to drink from the Flint River. And what this ended up doing was poisoning poisoning everyone, but especially the children. If you if you are a child under the age of six and you're ingesting lead as these kids were, and it's every single kid was ingesting it. So you're talking about thousands of kids. It's permanent brain damage. It's a, a, a permanent loss of IQ. It's a, a various neurological, behavioral disorders that will be with them not only for the rest of their lives, but it's passed down through the DNA to their children and their children's children. It's it's one of the it's one of the most awful episodes of recent American history. And everyone around the world now knows when you say Flint, they know what that means. And to this day, and we'll get into this, it's still not right. It's still not right. But something happened this week, and this is why I wanted to do this podcast with Melissa today, because I haven't been able to recover from <laughs> What happened? Now we're we're recording this on uh, Friday evening, but yesterday, the ex governor of Michigan, the the the, uh, the orchestrator of the Flint poisoning, Governor Rick Snyder, uh, wrote an op-ed in the Detroit News, and it was carried in all the Gannett papers, USA Today, announcing his endorsement of Joe Biden. Okay, that would be one thing. That'd be bad enough, right? With friends like that, right? You don't want you don't want this guy, but a few hours later, the Biden campaign on their official stationery send out a press release announcing Snyder's endorsement of Biden and lauding it, cheering it, happy, happy, how great this is. And to the, for those of us from Flint that don't understand, Melissa Mays, uh, help me out here. Thank you for being on on Rumble. But uh, when you first heard this, when you first saw it. Yesterday, seriously, what were the first thoughts that went through your head? Thank you for for having me. And honestly, the first thoughts were the first thoughts I had when they said they were switching us to the Flint River. I thought it was a joke. I thought somebody was making a horribly just tasteless mm-hmm. joke. And must then have been, I must have been in the onion or something, right? Yeah, right. And I've, I actually, I think I posted that this is not the onion. Why isn't it the onion? And then my first question before I even read the op-ed was why who who sat down and said you know what whose opinion we want to hear who we want to know who governor snyder who is responsible for suspending democracy in our city for putting profit over people and for poisoning a hundred thousand plus people and hundreds of people dying from bacterial pneumonia and legionnaires who said i want to know who he's voting for who did that and then i read And then I actually read the op-ed and there were so many punches to the gut. 
I have friends like Nayara Sharif who said, I'm done. She's taken a week off. She can't handle this. I have people that said they fell out their bed. I have friends and activists here who are just speechless. And, you know, none of us are short of words. But we just sat here and I just stared at my phone reading this and I, I put it down and I said, you know, I, I can't even do this. I said, this isn't even real. And, and so it was shock, horror, and then just fury because why is his, why do they want his vote? Why do they want his support? And I get it. There's the excitement. Yes, let's get a Republican to vote for the Democrats. Hooray. I follow the Lincoln Project. I watch this, but his explain to me somebody why this is a good thing. I mean, and, and honestly, why would the Biden campaign say, yes, this is a success for us. We're what a win. What a, what a win. What a win. We, we got the guy who poisoned Flint. Right. And, and then covered it up with all his people there all these years. I, I, you know, you mentioned Nair and, and the, the, I, Basil and I were calling people uh, since last night. People, in the, you know, I'm talking about the, the activists. People have turned their phones off. They're so <laughs> sick. They don't want to talk to anybody. I don't think, how does the Biden campaign not know? Why did no thought go into this? Why would they make a decision to, were they sitting around saying, how can we, how can we lose the vote in Flint? Right. What can we do? Oh, I know. Let's get Governor Snyder on our team. <laughs> and it's not like he, you know, it's not like they, 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 that Biden was like far disconnected from this situation. He was vice president when this happened. So there's no way that that cannot be connected together. So then, of course, people are like, oh, so I'm guessing since Obama drank the water and left, I guess that Joe also supports this because they want to hear from the, the governor who was in charge at the time. And I'm just sitting here going, I, I can't. And then so then it's just a flood of people. I'm not voting. I'm done. You know, I didn't want to vote for Biden in the first place, but I was going to. And now I'm not. And how dare they do this? And everybody in Flint. And, and yeah, my activist friends, all, all my my peers and my colleagues who are so strong, this just seemed like this is the straw. Like this is enough as if all of the slaps in the face and the, you know, the, the taking away of the criminal charges and the you know justice being so far away and giving us crumbs and the fact that we still 2324 days into it still have the same contaminated pipes in the ground all of these things that we fight every single day this was just why like what did we do to deserve this and why is it when something happens there's always a way to kick flint in the teeth like what what did we do to deserve this and so we're just sitting here like wow Okay. Yeah. Just I know. wow. We're already a few minutes into this, so there's already uh, people, Democrats, uh, listening to this, going, "Mike, why are you why are you saying anything against Biden? We got to get rid of Trump. Don't do don't." And it's like, no, no, you've, you're missing anybody who's thinking that that this is what this is about. This isn't about attacking Biden so we can lose the election. This is about saving saving Biden. Because it's clear now to Melissa and myself and anybody from Flint and maybe anybody from Michigan that this campaign is hell-bent on losing, just like Hillary's was. And we are not going to allow it this time. We're not going to be quiet. We have to win. We have to remove Trump. And when we, when we wake up to news like this and we realize that, oh, my God, they don't, either they don't know or they do know. Whatever it is, I don't care. If they don't know, it's negligence. If they do know, it's criminal. That they would that they would do this to just write Flint off in this election. And I got to tell you, I've just been hearing from so many people because I've been out there 
you know, like all good Bernie people and Bernie himself all said we'd support whoever the D was on the ballot because we had to get rid of Trump. Got to get rid of Trump. And so I've been out there. I've been on this podcast telling people, you know, we got to get behind Biden. We got to vote for Biden. You know, I, I, I use the Cornell West line of I'm voting for Biden. I'm, I'm, but I'm not going to lie for Biden. And that's kind of our mission. We got to get people out there. That's, and now how am I supposed to convince, let's just start with Michigan, a key swing state. How am I supposed to convince anybody in Michigan that you just got to ignore the fact that Biden is hooked up with the governor that poisoned the city of Flint? Just ignore that because we got to get rid of Trump. That doesn't work. That doesn't work, my friends. And especially a place like Flint that, like as Melissa said, has had its teeth kicked out. What? Why would the Biden campaign pull this rug out from underneath us, from underneath anybody trying to get him elected? I swear to God, by by heralding the fact that Rick Snyder has endorsed him and putting it out there like the best piece of news yesterday, it just feels it feels like a big fuck you to Flint. It absolutely is. And and I'll tell you, there are people in Flint, there are people that I know, friends that I know, people that you know as well, that voted for Obama both times, but could not stand the you know, the establishment period, whether it was Democrats or Republicans, could not stand Snyder at all or his policy. So they voted for Trump because they were misled and they thought that Trump was going to stir everything up. So they literally voted for Trump because he was supposed to be the anti-Snyder. He was supposed right. to be anti-establishment. He was supposed to be anti-profit over people. People were supposed to come first. I mean, whether they were right or not doesn't matter. But they wanted everything that was nothing like Snyder. So they they voted for Trump. So now if these if, if Biden wants these votes and the people who are now disillusioned and realize they made a mistake by voting for Trump, pulling and putting Snyder on the team and Snyder on this like li this list, now it's just going to drive them further to just continue to vote for Trump or not vote at all. And that was a big problem, all the people who didn't vote. And if they want to go after all of those people who did not vote last time, or because they could not make a choice, they could not stand, but you know, to choose between, you know, Hillary or Trump for whatever their reasons are, this sure and it sure in hell is not going to help. This is not going to encourage those people to get out of their house or get their ballot, whatever, or through the mail, whatever, and to vote for Biden. This will not be the way. This is just a huge mistake. And whoever idea it is needs to be fired. I'm sorry. You know, I mean, but it's just, no, it was right. one fired. of the worst ideas. Right. right. And they, and they need to, you know, and here's what got me too: that Biden begins the week making uh, these uh, speeches attacking you know, the radical left, the socialists, the, the protesters who are causing all this trouble, you know, and, and making it sound like the violence was coming from the protesters. Right. And, um, and so, you know, speaking out strongly against that, but then welcomes the endorsement of a man who is one of the greatest perpetrators of a mass act of violence. Then in our history, Rick Snyder, I mean, I, seriously, Melissa, what would happen to me if I went to the Flint water plant or the Detroit water plant or whatever and put poison in the water that would then be sent to all the homes in the city and I ended up poisoning everyone and, and causing brain damage to 10,000 children, permanent brain, brain damage? What would happen to me 
if I did that. Even if you just came to my house and poisoned just me, one person, one single person, not 100,000, your ass would be in jail. I mean, that's the way it is. Yes. And you would have the legal right to physically stop me by any means necessary. Yes. If you caught me trying to poison your kids, hmm. you have the right to take my life. That's a legal right. And it's a moral right. Because if it's the choices between the poisoner and your kids, it's a, no, that's a no-brainer. You're going to obviously defend your children. But, but the fact that he would, that he, while well, in the week that he's attacking the protesters because of their violence, he welcomes a, this mass poisoner of, of the people of Flint as part of his campaign. I, you know, I don't, if I were that poisoner that I just described that where I'd poison the water in Flint or Detroit or in your home, you think they you think they'd accept my endorsement? You think they'd accept the endorsement of anybody who had caused so much harm and misery to people? I would hope not. I would hope not. And even if they want to talk about property damage and they want to talk about like the looting and destruction of brick and mortar buildings, okay, then look at Snyder. Take the human lives out of it. He destroyed all of our homes, our property values, the pipes and plumbing and appliances inside our house. So, okay, you don't want the violent, uh, quote unquote, protesters who are damaging buildings. Well, Snyder damaged all of our homes. How about that? Our businesses, the brick and mortar there. And this is not an exaggeration what she's saying. Every single home in Flint, and this is why it's still a problem all these years later. Yes, they're, they're, they're putting in new main lines out there in the middle of the street. But the lines that are going to homes and the lines that are inside homes, you have, you have no idea how many people's uh, uh, just appliances have been ruined, how many times people have had to replace the washing machine, to replace the water softener or the water heater just so they can have hot water because the lead and all the gunk that's in this water that has destroyed people's homes, every single home and its infrastructure has been destroyed. And there's nobody paying for that. There's nobody fixing that. You know, President Obama, I mean, I started asking for this. I don't know when it was, 2015, 2016. Send in the Army Corps of Engineers. Yep. This isn't rocket science. Dig up these polluted, nasty, toxic, pipes and put clean ones in put 21st century piping in and put it in all the way into the kitchen sink of every home and yes would it be expensive yes but we're saving lives here and we're saving a town we're saving the town that 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 where the union movement started that created the middle class in this country so much that flint has given this country yet there's more talk this week from joe biden about protesters who burned down you know some uh, dry cleaner or whatever. And look, I'm not saying that, that I'm not trying to say that that isn't nothing, but please that for you to embrace this killer, this unindicted yet to be indicted, I hope ex governor of Michigan and the way they just take it for granted that people in Flint. Oh yeah. They're who else are they going to vote for Trump? No, I, I believe the people that Melissa said that might've voted for Trump. They're not going to vote. Nobody's voting for Trump in Flint. All right. They're just staying home. Yeah. Hillary lost by 10,000 votes in Michigan. 8,000 African-Americans who voted for Obama in 08 and 12, 8,000 stayed home. She lost the whole state by 10,000 votes. Black residents of Flint and Detroit and throughout the Pontiac Saginaw uh, could not bring themselves to vote for Hillary Clinton. And, And you can sit there all smug 
white people listening to this and say, well, they they certainly didn't understand just how bad Trump was going to be. Well, none of you did either. Yeah, you, were all, you, you were also smug believing Hillary had it in the bag. It was going to be a win. All this. So don't don't get it. Don't get off on that. But why? 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 When we are all so committed to removing Trump, why? Why all of us have put aside whatever our political differences are. I watched Bernie there last night on his, he's doing these like every other night live streams. And, and he said, you know, am I Joe? No, I'm not Joe. Uh, you know, it's like he's, he, he doesn't have Joe's politics, but he pointed out three great things that Joe's going to do. I mean, he's trying really hard. I'm just, Melissa, I just don't know. I am, I have been beside myself all day and I've, I've not wanted to answer the phone because I don't want to, I don't want to go on TV. I don't want to deal with this because I, um, I'm so angry at the Biden campaign why you purposely would decide to say, fuck you to Flint. We don't need your votes. When Flint cost you the election in Michigan last time, because you wouldn't listen to Flint then. And President I'm- Obama coming and drinking the, uh, drinking the water and telling everybody it was fine when it wasn't fine. It's so, it's so debilitated the voting public in Flint. They couldn't bring themselves to just want anything to do with anything or anybody. It's, it's exactly that. I mean, it was so deflating because I was there when he drank the water and I saw my kids' faces and my heart drop to my feet. And I was just like, you, you could have been our hero. You could have saved us. But instead, he left us in the hands of Rick Snyder and the people that poisoned us. And so, you know, okay, Snyder, you know, term limited out of office and okay, things are supposed to get better. Things are still a train wreck because, you know, we still have a GOP-led House and Senate here in this state. And of course, look at the federal Senate goodness so we're you know we're so we're screwed right and we're, we're fighting tooth and nail every single tiny piece we could struggle to get to try to survive and try to make you know life better for our families our children our futures while also fighting to protect and prevent this from happening to other cities and while we're doing all of this work and dedicating our lives to making this stop the poisoning of people for profit stop we get this, uh, you know, we get this just literal kick in the balls. And I'm, I'm like looking at this going, oh my God. And then I read it. And for, I'm sorry, Governor Snyder to say that President Trump lacks a moral compass. While I actually agree with that sentence, look who the fuck it came from. The person who poisoned us refused to take responsibility, refused to, f- to face us, refused to fix what he broke. And, and then if you continue, he talks about at, at the end of his, his little op-ed here, he says, President Trump has also demonstrated that he does not fully appreciate public policy matters, including public health. I lost my shit, literally. I'm like, you're one to talk. You poisoned us and said that we would be fine. And you fought us every step of the way to get clean pipes. We demanded and still demand Medicare for all because we need health care, not just the children and the Medicaid expansion. It shouldn't matter what income because it didn't income didn't protect us or prevent us from getting um, uh, poisoned. But we asked for Medicare for all. So if people wanted to move the hell out of this nightmare state, they could and still get health care, still get treatment and not have to worry about the poisoning being our pre-existing condition that kicks us or prevents us from getting a policy and us paying such a higher premium rate because now we have pre-existing conditions, which by the way, made us just prime targets for COVID. That's why we have such a higher death rate here in this county to, to COVID than the rest of the country and world. But okay, let's leave that aside and talk about you know public health. But the fact that he said those words blew my mind. It literally blew my mind. And then he wants to call President Trump a bully. Snyder called President Trump a bully, which okay, 
I agree with that sentence. But he's the one that told our former mm. mayor when she demanded to have the water distribution system sites opened and reopened, he told her to get over it. Okay. Yeah. Is that, yeah. those aren't the words of a bully? Excuse yeah. me, pot and kettle. And then he talks about how Trump's, you know, tax cuts had no foresight and all they did was, you know, actually, you know, benefit large corporations. Um, Snyder's austerity policies are what created that same thing. We actually, what's funny is that Nayer Sharif and I went to New York at the beginning of 2016 and we told him, if Trump wins, you all are going to be Flint because we have a failed businessman running our government like a business here in the state of Michigan and people are poisoned and people are dead. And if that happens to the country, well, guess what's going to happen? We weren't wrong. And it is the same thing because actually as this proud nerd, as Snyder calls himself, did it, he cut revenue sharing, which just was a stranglehold on post-industrial cities like Flint and Detroit and also majority minority and poor cities <laughs> and then decided to take away our democracy and put his unelected person in charge to take away all of our public assets, switch our water and let people die. So the fact that he has any right, he has no right to say any of these things. And he wants to talk about civility. Let's use that word. Okay. Cause apparently protesting is rude, uncivil, speaking your mind is uncivil. When he talks about bringing civility back into the office of president, what, what, what Snyder actually means is for protesters to shut the fuck up. For victims to shut up, be polite to their offenders, to the people that are letting them die and profiting off of it, and to just go away because that's how he treated us. And remember, remember a year, remember a year ago that he was he turned he supposedly turned down a Harvard fellowship to teach about public policy and civility. It's that same word over and over again, which means to us in Flint, silence in the people. So he wants to he wants Biden to bring civility to the office. Okay, so you want us all to shut up, die, and drink our poison? I see how it is. Oh, but don't forget to pay the highest rates in the United States because somebody's got to profit off your poisoning. I'm a little pissed about that. <sighs> Man. Uh, the know. words. The words were so disgusting and infuriating. The yeah. fact that Snyder endorses Biden, who cares? But then Biden accepts Snyder's endorsement, what the hell? And then the words that, that, the, the words that are used <laughs> in this endorsement were just the most absurd, like, unreal like completely twilight zone fuckery that I've read in quite some time. And, and that's saying a lot. Sorry, not sorry. It's okay. Yeah. No, I'm yes. I, he, um, when he was informed of what his actions did, that the, that the water was poison. Um, it was then covered up from the public for another year. Nothing was done. Nothing was done. It's, you know, maybe he can prove that, well, he didn't actually physically put the poison in the water, right? I mean, this is this is historical. Uh, who me? You know, this is throughout history. All I did was drive the train to the camps. <laughs> I didn't put anybody in the gas chamber. You know, all I did, all I did was I'm the governor. You know, austerity. I removed. This is what he did. He removed the mayor, the duly elected mayor of Flint, and put his own hack in to run the city as a business. And so they're going through and they're trying to figure out how can we save some money? And they're like, whoa, here's an idea. Make these fuckers drink from the river. <laughs> nobody's drank. Nobody's drank from this river for like 150 years <laughs> since the native people drank from it. 
Uh, nobody's, there's like, I don't know, half a dozen GM factories, a DuPont factory over the years on this river as it winds through Flint. And, um, so that's, so that's the first thing right there. Common sense would tell you, you're going to kill people with this decision right there. You don't need a scientific study. All right. Uh, if I go out and step in front of the bus, the bus will hit me. I might die. Yeah. That's it. So a year later. Who's the guy? Who's the, the first uh, the piece of evidence they've got where the f- guy's telling him, uh, you know, first he tells the chief of staff, uh, we, got, we got a problem. We got a problem in Flint and the water's testing really bad. Right. And then it's well, like, shh, 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 shh. Well, because he had a reelection coming. So they had that, you know, people were dying and, but Snyder had a reelection coming. So let's just keep this quiet so he can get his second term in. And, you know, and even today, because Status Quo has done a whole, and Vice, they did a whole bunch of uh, exposés. They put all this evidence out there showing that Snyder knew even before the water switch that people were going to die. Scientists told him, hey, there's bacteria in the water. There's all these other problems, corrosion issues, all these things from that river. You probably shouldn't use it. The plant supervisor here in Flint was like, hey, this this can't, we don't even have the right equipment. This can't be done. And they're like, push a button anyway. Just go, do it, do it, do it. It's fine. We do not care. And yeah. so they did it and they lied and they covered it up. So all of this is now out there. And 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 nobody still seems to care that this 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 rich white man poisoned this poor back black city. Who cares? Okay, so now we have another rich white man running for uh, president fine, whatever, I guess. And then, you know, you're here. Okay. Okay, cool. So he, he's going to have a vice president that she's a, a woman of color. Okay. Okay. Though there, that's, that's something. Oh, but also let's just go ahead and take this other rich white man who, you know, poisoned this uh, poor black city. Let's get him on the team. Cause that sounds like a great idea because an R is going to be uh, voting for a D that's all that matters. We don't care that he left this, you know, poor black city to die. And that literally all this evidence is out there that he knew didn't care, said, screw it, poison him. I don't care. I don't live there. So who cares? And then, you know, like literally Jordan Cherit and I talk about how, um, the only reason people, the only way that people might actually care about, you know, you know, on, on a grander scale and there might be criminal charges is if there were somehow pictures of Vladimir Putin and Snyder literally putting lead and bacteria in children's bottles, baby bottles. It, maybe if that picture came out, maybe somebody yeah. would give a shit. And then, yeah. you know, we, we joked about it. And then this happened. I'm like, oh, my God. So I guess we're just going to erase history and the facts because they're so worried about getting Republicans to jump over and vote for the Democrats that that's all that, that that's all that fucking matters. But then you hear that Snyder is going to be behind a pack to raise money for Biden. I'm like, wait a second. Did you just sell us out yet again for yeah. money? Because, gee, yeah. that's not familiar. No, I think that's what's happening now, dear listeners to this podcast. What am I to do? What is Melissa to do? Uh, Cause we're not just going to suck it up. Uh, the, you know, if, if those of you listening don't have some sort of line in your life, in your moral compass, in your, in your conscience, <laughs> if you don't have a line that says, okay, I'll do this, this, and this, I realize we've got to work together. We have to compromise. We have to do this and that, but there is a line. And if you cross that line, game over. And I hope people understand why we're so animated today on this podcast, because this is the line. If you are hooking up with the man who is the serial poisoner of Flint and you put out a release just so happy to have his endorsement instead of denouncing his endorsement and saying, we don't want your stinking endorsement. 
Instead, you bring him in to be part of the campaign. What do you think the 100,000 people in Flint and the rest of the state of Michigan is supposed to do with that? Because I'll tell you what you've done, whether it was you, Joe Biden, or the campaign, you've told people to stay home. It doesn't matter. Now, you may think, well, no, they won't do that. Of course it matters. Trump's the worst. You know? Yeah, Trump is the worst. But now you're giving, it's like you've put a gun to people's head. Do you want Hitler or do you want Mussolini? <laughs> you think your, your cynical view of the American public is that if forced, they will always choose Mussolini until they don't, until they just give up. And of course, I don't want to give up. Melissa's not giving up. But but do you really think that we have any credibility at this point of going out there and telling people to vote for Biden after what he did yesterday, what he did to bring on the, the Republican governor, the ex-governor who did this to Flynn? And, but, and I'm sorry, just to focus on Flynn, but he did so much harm to Detroit. Yeah. Uh, and they had a separate water situation uh, there that he... He what he did to give a billion dollar tax break to the rich and to corporations in Michigan. He's the former CEO of Gateway Computers. Remember those? Yeah. Awful computer, by the way. But um, I don't know what to do, Melissa. I just that's why I wanted you to come on. I don't know if I want you to talk me off the ledge. I don't want if you, I don't know if I need you to. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be much help. All I know is I'm taking a beating, by the way, Joe Biden yeah. and your campaign. I'm taking a beating because I am a very avid vocal Bernie supporter. I have been for years. And oh my God, I sucked it up. I voted for Hillary in 2016. And I'm like, all right, I'll suck it up. And I guess you know, I'm going to vote for Biden this, this time around. But then now, how am I supposed, people are like, who are already kind of giving me shit for voting for the D, the establishment, all that stuff are now like, oh, so now what you going to do, Melissa, that same governor, that same man that poisoned your sons, the reason your sons struggle and the reason that their, their immune systems are so weak and can't, they can't leave the house to go to school if, even if they wanted to because of the COVID risk, because I don't want them to die. That man is now partnering up with your with your guy that you're voting for. What kind of hypocrite are you? And I just sat here going, oh my God, they're right. What kind of hypocrite am I? Because here I am suing this man, suing Snyder, pushing for his ass to be in jail and his voting rights to be revoked. I mean, how fair is that, right? To sit in jail for killing all these people and poisoning all of these children and these adults and these seniors, shortening the lives, making people far more vulnerable to a deadly virus. <laughs> And I'm supposed to sit here and say, oh, okay, yeah, still going to go go ahead. Still going to vote for Biden. Everybody still vote for Biden. Everybody still vote for Biden, even though he's got yet a kind of a mirror of Trump in the office with him. And yes, he's more poised. And yes, he can, you know, do complete sentences and say big words and all that great stuff. Same policies, though. Screw the environment. Screw the minorities. Screw the women. Screw the cities. Privatize everything. Cut public assets, make sure nobody's got healthcare, education, anything. Screw the future. Same policies that Snyder had. Same policies that Trump has. And so now they're sitting here like, oh, we'll welcome this man into the fold. Why? How is this helping you? And let me just say, it's not. And I have people from all over the country that are like, not voting for your boy now. I'm not voting at all. And that is, what you, that is exactly what you're doing. And also for Flint, what this tells us why the hell should we vote? Because our votes didn't matter last time. So why the hell should we vote this time if nothing's going to change? And that is exactly what it looks like to us. There was a debate in the 2016 election in the Democratic primary 
Hillary and Bernie on the stage of Whiting Auditorium. Uh, mothers of poisoned children lined up at the microphone to ask their questions, questions that had to be uh, submitted in advance because in a free society. Mine you know, was turned down. Uh, and you're, I'm sure it was turned down. Uh, <laughs> even if you tried to write a polite question, it wasn't going to happen. Um, but it, um, that's a compliment, by the way. Um, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. yeah. The, um, and then we find out a couple weeks after the debate that Hillary was given the questions in advance, the questions that were going to come from the Flint audience. Not Bernie. Hillary knew and could plan and prepare. They rigged the debate. They rigged the debate. The Democrats. Um, you know, I expect this behavior from Republicans. And maybe that's why we're so angry, because we don't expect this kind of behavior from Democrats, from Joe Biden, from Barack Obama, from anybody. And so when they do this, when Obama shows up in Flint during the 2016 campaign and famously fake drinks the water in the uh, gymnasium, was that, was that at Northern or Northwestern High School? I can't Northwestern. Yeah. Northwestern. Telling people the water's okay. Why? Why would you do that? Why do they need to, why do you even need to do that work for Governor Snyder? And Snyder's backstage with them and, you know, they're all paddling it up and it's like, wow, it was, it, it, folks, I mean, who are listening to this, I, what are you saying? What, what am I, I can't hear you. What are you saying? Oh, we should just, just ignore it. We got to get rid of Trump. <laughs> deal, with it, deal with it later. Yeah. You have to understand. Yes. I mean, people like Melissa and I, we're active people. We are, we will, we, we don't stay home on election day. We will vote, but that's not, you need to hear what the problem is. You've just told everybody else in Flint, we don't need your vote. Stay home. Fuck you. Drink your poison. Drink your poison. You 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 hook up with the killer of, of these people's children and then expect them. They're going to get excited. Maybe, yes, of course, some are going to vote for you, but they're not going to bring five people with them. They're not going to bring 10 people with them. No, there's no, you've totally depressed. That's the first thing you've done. You've completely depressed the vote in, in many cities in Michigan. In the last 24 hours. Now, I noticed today he announced that he's going to Michigan next week. Because last week he said he wasn't going to Michigan. They was going to go to <sighs> not Michigan. Now he's going to come to Michigan. And um, that's not going to be enough. Just show up and do your, your grin and grip, you know, for the photo, the photo op. We're not a photo op. <laughs> Let me, can we, why don't you and I, can we just brainstorm right now? I haven't, I haven't put any thought into this, but let's just brainstorm our demands. If if you're if you are going to come to Michigan, we demand the following. All right, I'll, uh, you want to go first, or I'll either way. Well, number one, you'd better drop that endorsement real number damn one, quick. Number one, where's the sound effects? I need sound effects. <laughs> right. Number one, one, you have to denounce the endorsement of Killer Rick Snyder. There we are. Number one. Number one. That, <laughs> that's number one. Okay. Number one. Number two. Go. Number two, you best be backing off the not wanting Medicare for all because the people in Flint have begged for it for years and we deserve it because Libby Montana got it when they got poison. Why don't we have it? How about you come with a peace offering and that's a good start. Okay. As a footnote to those listening and don't understand what Melissa and I are talking about, uh, we are demanding at, at the very least and the rest of country will kick this off for you and we'll get it for everybody. We're demanding that the federal government declare Medicare for all for everyone who has drank the water in the city of Flint, or maybe they've left by now, but they still, they're dealing with the poison issues. Yes. 
So we need minute. We need the federal government to say we will cover all health bills for the children and the people of Flint, Michigan. We need, and there's precedent for this. Explain to them the town in Montana. Well, the the water in uh, Libby, Montana, was poisoned by a mining operation, and it was declared a disaster. It was so bad, um, people were poisoned, they were sickened, and they actually were able to work it in to where they provided Medicare for all for life for all of the victims in Libby, Montana. So it has been done before. Same kind of situation, except for it was a private mining. It was it wasn't the government that poisoned the people of Libby, Montana. It was a private company. So we got poisoned by the government. So there's no reason why this wouldn't even click even easier since government poisoned us because yes, the federal EPA left us out to, to dry. Government poisoned the people of Flint. Government now must ensure, guarantee health care, free health care for the rest of everybody's life in Flint. Yes. We'll start there and then we want it for the rest of the country. Absolutely. And another thing is that uh, what they also need to do is um, make sure they can put some like actual balls behind the Water Act, which provides grants for cities, native reservations, people all over the country, $35 billion a year to the EPA to be able to grant these cities, not give them loans because cities like ours can't handle any more debt, to replace all of the tainted infrastructure that's completely outdated that the the Army Corps of Engineers and the um, American Association of Engineers said is a D plus at best. And so that's something that will make a change. What we are actually going to want to see in Flint, first of all, an apology is not enough. I mean, yeah, you need to do that. You need to drop that endorsement. Yeah. Say, okay, let's work out healthcare so you can stop suffering. Number one, drop the endorsement. Number two, Medicare for all for people in Flint. What's number three? Three. Six and a half years is far too damn long to be putting up with this because we have been civil. We have been nice. Right. We have done all the things they've told us to do. We went to the courts. We've right. gone through all these steps. We need these pipes ripped out of the ground, all of them, all the way up and through our house because you're right. All of our water heaters, our dishwashers, washing machines, our faucets have all been contaminated, corroded, and will continue to contaminate our water until they're gone. So let's do it for the whole country too with the Water Act. Push it through. Get behind it and actually stand behind it. And none of this, let me just say, none of this is just radical left. This is just basic human decency. You don't apologize for it. It's yeah. If people get that, Joe Biden, when you come to Michigan next week, you are to announce that you're sending in the Army Corps of Engineers to tear up and replace all the pipes, not just the ones out in the middle of the street, all the pipes that feed into all the houses and then all the piping that's in every house has to be removed. And then all the appliances from the dishwasher to the washing machine to whatever has to has to be replaced. Yes, It's all corroded. It's all poison. And you need to promise that you, unlike Obama and unlike Trump, you are going to fix this once and for all. The day after you are inaugurated, the earth-moving equipment is coming to Flint via the Army Corps of Engineers. That's number three. That will get people's asses out to vote because for the first time, for the first time since April of 2014, that means change. Change for the better for Real Flint change. residents, for the innocent people, the residents here who trusted their government, who trusted that the right thing was being done by them and that this would be fixed once the world found out. Because that's what I naively thought. Once the world found out that we were being poisoned, that the government was going to come in and do their jobs and fix what was broken, what they broke and what they allowed to be broken. And that includes the federal government. So that's going to make a huge change here. Then you'll be able to see people getting their asses out and they're putting Biden signs in their yards because that doesn't exist right now. So you want you want support, you want our vote, and you want votes from and, and confidence and you want energy from the rest of the country. <laughs> 
You have to undo what you just did. Fix what you just broke. That's right. Right now. Yes. You don't have much time. You don't have much time because just listen to us. We're, we're, we're the people who are going to make this happen. We and people like us in Michigan are going to make sure that Trump is removed. Why would you throw down this huge roadblock to us? Why would you crush us in, in, in our ability to try to convince people to get out and vote? Because remember, our biggest problem when we are talking to people about voting isn't trying to convince them that, oh, don't vote for Trump. They already are. Don't worry. They already know that. Our, our problem is we are fighting the biggest obstacle, which is people have given up. People have given up. And when they give up, they stay home. They don't vote. They think the whole thing's a big sham. And you can't argue with them a whole lot on that when you see what it's done to them, to their family, to their home. And to have I mean, the candidate embrace um, this act of violence, this violent ex-governor who caused all of this pain and suffering, boy, they don't really give a shit, do they? And that's exactly what somebody living in Flint and in Michigan is thinking right now. Absolutely. And if you're personally affected by it, it's very hard to overcome that. Now, if you live in West Bloomfield, if you live in Ann Arbor, if you live in East Lansing, you live in the, you know, <laughs> Traverse City, you know, you can say, well, what are you so upset about? You know, because you, you, your water will always be fine. They will never get away with poisoning your children. You who live in the white communities, white communities that have some money, um, you know, it's, uh, if if you haven't lived the experience, I don't know what to say. Hopefully you'll just automatically have empathy that you don't need to live the experience. You have enough empathy in you to care about those who've suffered, those who've suffered in Flint. You know, I've been, I've been so worried about what are, what are these Democrats? What are they going to do to blow it? What are they, what even, even, I don't know. Did you have this? Of course, we're all so full of, uh, we're, you know, the thing is, when you're a conspiracy theorist from Flint, you're actually a fact and truth teller because because you are the victim of an <laughs> of a, an amazing conspiracy that they that they kept quiet for some time. But but it almost looks like if you just step back from it, let's say you were a Martian, you just landed here, and you're trying to figure this out. It looks like Trump called Snyder and said, "Hey, you know, you can help me in Michigan. Endorse endorse Biden." <laughs> That will so fry the brains of so many people that they will just give up and not vote at all. Right? Doesn't that sound if we're writing a movie? Go ahead. You're, you, no, you're right. Because I actually asked the question, did somebody from the Trump campaign infiltrate the Biden campaign? Because here's a good way to destroy it. I mean, it, it's, it's, it reminds me of, uh, you talked about the 2016 debates between uh, Bernie and Hillary here in Flint. I'll tell you, I had the same thoughts. Like, is she trying to lose the election? Because one of the questions was easy. Do you support fracking? It should have been a simple answer. Hillary had said, they gave this long convoluted answer where it ended up talking about, well, when done safely, you know, it, it, when done properly, it can be safe and also very profitable. While she's smack dab in the middle of a city that literally got poisoned for profit. I'm like, is she trying to lose? And then Bernie's answer was this, no. 
And, and that was it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, all right. So I felt the same way. Like, is she literally just trying to lose? Is she trying to quit? You know, it's like when she sent Bill to Flint and Detroit, I'm like, oh, NAFTA did a number. Why are you doing that? Why didn't you send Share back or somebody else? Like, why did you do that? Are you trying to lose? That is exactly how this felt with 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 Biden accepting Snyder's, you know, whole support. I just was like, I guess he doesn't want to win. He he she, he just I mean, he alienated, you know, conservatives who were considering, um, you know, like voting for him who, you know, can't stomach what Snyder did. He just he he just said, you know, a you know, big middle finger to all of Flint and the state of Michigan who got damaged by Snyder's reign and just wow. Yeah. Are, are they trying to lose? Are they trying to ensure we get four more years of Trump? Because that's what's happening. It's what it's you have to ask yourself. I mean, obviously, oh, man, I don't know. I don't. I hope somebody from the Biden campaign is listening. Um, I hope you hear the level of anger, not not just frustration, real anger um, of people who are not now going to go out and work for you in Flint. And you risk losing the state as a result of that. And you can't afford to lose any one of these swing states at this point. And the race has tightened. You know, Trump is only behind by two to four points in some of these states. Don't be fooled by, you know, the, 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 the people you like to listen to that tell you that everything's fine and Biden's way ahead. You need to look at the whole truth about what's going on right now. And I'm very worried. I'm very scared. What can we say, Melissa, to get it through their heads? Let's assume by now somebody is playing this for somebody in the campaign and they're sitting there in Wilmington, Delaware, and they're like, oh, shit. Or maybe they're not going, oh, shit. Maybe they're going, fuck Mike and Melissa. <laughs> you know? They can they can just, uh, actually, that sounds like a really good sitcom. Yeah, it um, does. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> but I'm serious. It's like, it's like maybe they don't give a shit about us. They certainly don't. They certainly don't give a shit about black citizens of Flint or Detroit. That's so evident. They they know the Democratic Party has always said they were on their side, but it's never really, really, really done anything about it. And um, you know, it's what do we say here? I think they're probably thinking, oh, yeah, and then, or what? If we don't do that, Mike, or <laughs> what? Or what? You're going to go work for Trump? <laughs> oh, you know? Oh. Yeah. So That seems so, to be their easy, their easy go-to. Yeah, well, they think, they, they think they've got us. They think they've got us. And, man, they don't know the dark side in people from Flint. We've been through enough. We've seen enough. And, you know, I got lucky. I got to, I got to get out and make a movie or two. And then it was like, okay, well, you got lucky. You got out. So now what are you going to do? Because you can't forget what happened. You can't turn away. So, so I've had that in my head my whole career. But, you know, I think they need to know that they will be denied power. I mean, they also need to know that they do need us. Because let me tell you something. They're like, well, you have to vote. You have to vote for Biden because otherwise it's Trump. Um, hello. We already lived and have been surviving under the hell that your buddy Rick Snyder caused us. And so Trump's hell, ah, 
It's the same. It literally has been the same. Nothing has changed for Flint. Nothing's gotten better. Nothing's, you know, not not actually gotten worse. We weren't surprised when the huge COVID failure happened. Everybody else was like, oh my God, there's this huge deadly pandemic and the government's not ready and there's nothing for the people and there's no, there's no healthcare, there's no PPE, there's no testing. Welcome to Flint, babes, because guess what? Mm. That's what we've had. That's what we've been dealing with for six and a half years. So we're just sitting here like, yeah, so the fuck what? Right. <laughs> we've already been living through it. So yeah, you, you want to talk about former years of Trump? Whatever, because guess what? Guess what? It's no skin off our backs because you're the ones that are losing. The thing is, is we have, we've got nothing in Flint. We've got nothing besides what we fight for as a people, as what we do for one another in our neighborhoods. And y'all haven't figured that out outside of Flint. We warned you and we told you this was going to happen. We weren't shocked when COVID failed and people died and everybody's just horrified by this. Well, you can have four more years of horrified if this is how you're going to you know, tell Flint to go just fuck off and die. You can have four more years because guess what? We'll probably be the ones that survive at the end because we're so damn used to being shit on so you know if that's what you want to do and you don't think you need us and you want to say fuck you to you know melissa and mike and the hundred thousand people in flint and if you want to do that to the black vote just tell them yeah throw in the garbage we don't need you guess what <laughs> we don't need you because we're used to this hell we're used to this nightmare. So if you really want to push us, that's what you're going to get. You're going to get a whole bunch of people staying at home because what's the difference? If you're going to accept the guy who destroyed our lives and our homes into your campaign with open arms, well, what's the change for us? except more of the same, because that is exactly what's happened. So you have to earn us. You have to earn our vote. You have to earn the, all the other poison communities' votes. How do you think they feel? All the other people dealing with the water shutoffs and the water contamination, the poisonings across the country that have not been addressed. How do you think they feel, too? If you're going to hug the poisoner of Flint, well, then what do, you, what do you think they're thinking, too? So don't just think it's just us, and don't think Flint doesn't have power and we don't have a mouth, because we do. And guess what? We've survived far worse than this. So if this is what you want to do and say, screw you, Flint, we don't need your vote. We're not going to fix what we just screwed up. Good luck, buddy, because uh, I guess you just don't want to win. <sighs> wow. I want everybody to know what, um, what you just heard is straight from the heart. And um, she's, this isn't rhetoric. She's not making some kind of campaign speech here. Melissa and the and the other mothers and the people in Flint, um, when they recover from this this blow, um, you're, you're going to be sorry that you messed with them. I'm I'm. That was so powerful what you just said. I don't even want to say anything beyond <laughs> that. Just tell me how your kids are suffering. My um. Uh, so the metals and everything damages your kidneys, which helps control your vitamin D levels. And my son's levels came back 10 and 12, which is extremely deficient. I mean, you know, <laughs> so also their white blood cell counts are still, so I can't let them outside. I can't let my son see his girlfriend. I can't masks aside. I mean, yeah, they met with, they were masks when they go to the doctor. We wear masks constantly, but, um, but also when, when I've, when I got sick, and I'm dealing with the heart and lung damage of uh, lovely, the virus from hell. Um, I had to stay away from my own children because I didn't want them to die. And so I've had to fight 
tooth and nail to find a program that my sons can continue their dual enrollment where they have worked so hard for their college classes and their high school credits are at the same time. They worked so hard. They've worked so hard for it. And I had to pull them from the damn program because it has to be, you know, hands-on group work, all this stuff like that. And I can't allow them in a, in a room with other people because the water completely destroyed their immune systems. And for the life of me, I can't let these kids that I absolutely love and can't let anything happen to (laughs) be killed by COVID or damaged or suffer the pain that I'm going through with the arrhythmia and the the breathing issues that I'm still having months later. And I'm dealing with, with that horror, but then also all the other Flint kids all the other Flint kids who don't have, you know, internet access and the ability to stay home and, and, and parents who can actually help them through because they have, you know, they, they don't work from home. They can't work from home. And, and this is where we are. And this is what we've been forced to live in, that our lives don't matter, that we're a sacrifice zone, which is what Flint has always been for the longest time. And oh, so you call, watching you call my son suffer. A, sacri- a sacrifice zone. That's what you call Flint. Yeah. yeah. A sacrifice zone. Yep. <sighs> That's how we feel. We're disposable people because we're poor, because we're not, you know, we're majority black because we don't seem to matter. They don't think we matter. They don't want our vote. They don't care if our vote, you know, we vote. They, I mean, they don't care to fix what they broke. They don't decide, you know, they don't want to treat us like we're humans and that we deserve to be fixed and properly just like their family deserved it. You know, if this happened to them, which of course it wouldn't, but if it did, um, and that the fact that everybody, there's other cities that are getting fixed based off of what has happened to Flint, yet Flint still suffers. I mean, there's cities like Ann Arbor who they pulled all their remaining lead pipes out of the ground. They didn't even have a lead problem yet, but they had all theirs pulled before we had one pipe replaced in Flint. And so we know, we know how people look at us. And now we're going through this pandemic and people are shocked and horrified. We're not. We're like, yeah, we know you're leaving us to die. I mean, at one point, our, our fatality rate was 12 and percent in this, in this county. And that, you know, Flint, which is 25% of the population of our county has over half of the cases and deaths. I mean, come on. Come on. And so, yeah, so I, my kids can't leave the house. My son is going through a senior year of college away from all of his friends. My, my, my second child is going through his senior year of high school away from his friends, away from his girlfriend. And then my, my, my middle, my youngest, my baby, who is finally opening up out of his shell, wants to be social, has to spend his, his year of school in a bubble away from everybody because the water and the, 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 the being left untreated. And the fact that we're still being exposed through the showers and everything else has left them so vulnerable to COVID. And of course, this disaster of yet again, another failed, you know, disaster effort of uh, COVID has left them. I mean, I, do they get educated or do they die? Do they see their friends or do they die? What, what, what is this here? What is this choice? Well, guess what? The, now that the rest of the world, the rest of the country is making these, deci- these difficult decisions and they're horrified by it. We've been doing it every day for six and a half years. Six and a half fucking years. Do I, do I cook this food or do I poison my family? Do I go, you know, do I eat or do I buy bottled water? Do I eat and buy my medication or do I pay $300 on this damn water bill for this month to keep my water on? Like, what do I do here? These are the choices we've been making in Flint for six and a half, damn near six and a half years. And so, yeah. I mean, I'm watching my son struggle. I'm watching them hurt. I'm watching them in pain. They were in the middle, right when COVID hit, they were in the middle of another um, uh, physical therapy session where um, because 
kids age nine to 14, their growth plates um, that are from your neck all the way down to your feet, um, they're open and spongy to allow your muscles and joints to stretch and grow when you have those giant bone growth um, you know, since my husband's six, three. So my kids are six, over six foot and they're stretching, but their muscles and joints weren't stretching with them because heavy metals get absorbed by those spongy growth plates and they harden prematurely. So they had to have another human being stretch their muscles and joints out for them in pain. So they were having to do yet another eight weeks of physical therapy. And they were right in the middle of uh, week four when um, COVID shut everything down. So my kids are hunching over again. They're having trouble walking, standing, all that stuff. Just like they were having trouble standing in that damn gym when Obama drank the water and left us in Snyder's hands. Just how they had to sit on the floor because they couldn't stand for an hour to watch us being betrayed and left in the hands of Governor Snyder, who decided that it was, we're not worth fixing what he helped break. And so I'm watching this, plus I'm a social worker here. So I'm watching my, my clients and my kiddos that I have on my caseload suffer and struggle in fear mm. without proper health care, without proper care period, mental health care, the trauma, the, the layered trauma. And then you get, you hear things like this. And my clients blew me up yesterday trying to figure out why in the hell this is happening. It's just one more layer of trauma that we don't deserve that we don't need that adds to the pain and the suffering and the, yeah, the, the complete depression and the fact that you just, you just want to yank away all hope for change. Then why, why, why don't you just tell us to stay the hell home? You don't want our vote because that's why people vote. They vote because they have hope for a change and a better life for themselves, their families, their neighbors, their city. Well, you just proved to us that nothing, nothing is ever going to get better for us when you're holding hands with the guy that helped destroy our city and poison us and, and destroy our homes, the brick and mortar of that. You're going to hold his hand and walk to this like finish line where you think you're going to win without us. And you're just going to leave us behind because what hope do we have for change and a better future when you just brought back up this nightmare, this man who sits there, you know, talking about his boats and his cabin and his life and his wonderful things, walking free, unpoisoned and unpunished for what he did. And, even though people are trying to get past this, they're trying to find something that's called recovery that we don't even know what that is anymore because nobody will give it to us or even help us there. Um, you just brought this nightmare from our past, this evil person into your campaign and we're supposed to vote for you for a change for the future? Okay. How? Why? My kids, my sons are just like, well, you know, my oldest, he's like, great. So I couldn't vote for Bernie the first time and then now I got to vote for Biden and Biden is supported by Snyder. Why would I do that? Why would I do that to the guy that's injured my brain? Seriously, that's the that's what's like my son. How is he supposed to be excited about voting? I I don't I don't even know how to even answer that. Besides, oh my god, you know, thanks, thanks, Biden. You know, Biden, thank you for doing this. Just thanks a lot. Whoever sat down, I would like to know. I actually I demand to know what the fuck your reasoning was. Who said this was a good idea? And explain to me the the the, the thought process. And, and did it go any further of a party over people of, ooh, ooh, we're getting an R to vote for a D. Hooray. Did you not think past your actions? Because that's a very Trump thing to do. How are you keeping it together, man? I'm serious. <laughs> I want to know. I, I want whatever, whatever you're taking, I want it. 
<laughs> well, today it was Red Bull because I didn't sleep very well last night because I was just pissed. I tossed and turned. I'm like, man, I got to sleep so I can be on it. So that way I can, you know, sound quasi intelligent, you know, not like a total zombie. And and thankfully you you bring the best out in me. So <laughs> that didn't seem to be an issue. But oh my God, man, it, you know, I'm like, well, I just now I, all I can do is see pictures of like, oh, Joe Biden coming up and kneecapping me. That's how it feels. <laughs> you know, it's baseball bat right to my kneecaps. I'm like, okay, well, that's cool. You know, <laughs> that's, that's, this is what we get to deal with. Oh, this is life here, isn't it? There's something else. So I want to believe that if somebody is playing this podcast for him, that um, he is capable of realizing his own idiocy and his own mistake. Yeah. Um, and that his reaction is not to ask somebody for a baseball bat so he could go track down <laughs> Melissa Mays in Flint, in Flint Mich- Michigan, um, but rather uh, find her find her number or her address so I can find you and apologize to you and to the people of Flint. I want to hear from somebody. I, I don't, I don't, this, um, I can't undo your mess, Joe Biden or Joe Biden campaign people. You, you've just made it that much more difficult. You've sent a huge signal to Flint and Detroit that you don't give a shit. You don't give a shit about people there and you don't give a shit about winning. No matter how much you say you want to win, this doesn't look like winning. This looks like a setup to repeat four years ago. So, um, please don't dismiss this. Please don't turn away from this podcast and say, oh, they're just, you know, overreacting. <laughs> you know, um, it's not the same thing, but it would be like... Uh, how would people feel if you embraced uh, when he was still alive, Jeffrey Epstein? Yeah. You know, because that man is a lot of victims. I think you'd probably think about that before you accepted his endorsement. Uh, you think about the victims. Um, you couldn't do that in this case. For the good people of Flint, you couldn't do that. You couldn't do that to a majority black city. People are tired. They're tired. They're tired of you and the Clintons and all these so-called party of the people. It hasn't been that way since Roosevelt. And I think people like myself have this crazy hope that it could be something could happen. Something could get better in our lifetime. And getting better now isn't just about getting rid of Trump because Trump will go, but coronavirus will still be with us. Trump will go, but 10,000 kids in Flint will have brain damage that will be with them for the rest of their lives. Trump will go, but people are still being paid $7.25 an hour. Yeah, Trump will go, and 40 million people won't have health care. Under Obamacare, don't have health care. Go down the list. So what's the point if, okay, yes, we get rid of Trump. He's a psychopath. Best to put the psychopath away. I think everyone agrees with that. But then what? You've just told us that you're going to abuse us in a kinder, gentler way. Yeah. That's still abuse. I don't know. Melissa, I'm going to, you get the last word here. So um, I'm telling you, somebody's going to play this for somebody in this, in this whacked out 
wackadoodle campaign. So um, reach out to them through this microphone right now. It's the biggest thing is you need to think about your actions. You need to think these through, especially before you take the next endorsement. I mean, who's next? Who else are you going to, you know, just because they're a Republican, you're going to open up, you know, welcome with open arms. Yeah, take their vote. Good for you. Do it. That's great. But to publicly open your arms and embrace the man who has destroyed the future's lives, hope, physical bodies, and yes, our brick and mortar homes for profit, just to privatize and to steal our assets and take our democracy. You hugged that man. You welcomed him with open arms. What change does that signify for Flint? For the other majority minority cities suffering the same type of poisoning, the same type of corruption, the same type of misery, it signifies zero change. You might be a little more civil and a a little bit more polite, like Michael said, while you're abusing us, but you're still abusing us. What motivation do we have to vote for you? Just think about that. Our voices matter. Flint lives do matter. Black lives matter. Our lives and our votes matter, and you need to realize that. And you need to fix what you did. One thing that Snyder never did was value us, value our vote, value our lives, and he never fixed what he broke. You have this opportunity right now to fix what you just did to us and to the rest of this country. And you need to value us, our lives, and our votes and fix it now. Melissa Mays, um, Flint resident, mother, activist, uh, leader, social worker, and uh, and uh, back in the day, all things rock and roll in Flint, Michigan. <laughs> um, the um, thank you for saying what you said. Thank you for saying it on behalf of everybody in Flint and Detroit and Pontiac and Saginaw, all the places that are suffering. To the Biden people listening, you better fucking listen to this. You've You've just wrecked something, and you need to fix it. We're not fixing it for you. To quote Dr. Cornell West once again, we may vote for you. We sure as fuck aren't going to lie for you. I'm sorry to the people who are just hoping to have a pleasant Saturday on Labor Day weekend. (laughs) And you wake up and you're listening to this. But um, if we don't stop it now, see, we didn't stop it with Hillary. We have to stop this now because Trump's got to go and we've got to get all these things that we need to fix this country. You've set us back. You've set us back, you bastards. Yeah. Redeem yourself. Redeem yourself. Apologize. Renounce the endorsement. Send in the Army Corps of Engineers to fix the poison pipes. Remove, replace. They want to save America. They want to save Flint. They want to fix Flint. Start with fixing the damage that you just caused. Start there, and then let's move. Let's do better. We deserve better. And Medicare for all, for everyone in Flint. Absolutely. Melissa, hang in there. Um, my you. love to your family, uh, your incredible husband, uh, your kids. Uh, <laughs> I can, if he's sitting over there right now. So, yes, yes, I am the incredible husband. Yep. He, he catches my anger and rage when there's no uh, elected official for me to yell at directly to their face. So, and he's like, you go. Oh, no. He's like, he, they deserve it. They guy, did it. This guy's the best, man. Yeah. This is like, um, 
you know, you need to put him, you need to bottle him up and put him in in, in mass production. (laughs) Melissa, thank you so much. Thank you. It's uh, Flint is a sacrifice zone. I hadn't heard that before. Wow. Damn. Um, um, We're going to fix this somehow. Let's not, let's not give in to their stupidity. Let's not let them lose the election. Let's, let's find a way. We're going to fix this with them. Then they're going to fix it. Yes. They better they fix do it. this. They yeah, have to. We're, we're not, we're not on board your train. <laughs> we're not sharing the train with governor Rick Snyder. Nope. Thanks everybody for listening. This is Michael Moore. This is rumble. My thanks to our executive producer, Basil Hamden and our editor and sound engineer, Nick Quaz. And to everybody out there who's been listening for these eight plus months means a lot. Talk to you soon.